Hey everyone, this is Andre Pearson, the author of the book and podcast, Why Does Love Hurt So Good? I am coming to you today because I was given a good question from a young lady that I wanted to share because it's a question that most women that I've come across and talked to in my couple seminar always seem to ask, and I thought I'd just come on and record it so others can who had the same question same concerns, could actually hear the answer as well. Now, before I jump right into it, let me give you some context of what I do at these couple uh, retreats and seminars. Mostly, we talk about their relationship, the problems, concerns, and questions they may have to try to, to, try to strengthen what they have. A lot of times, people feel embarrassed to talk about certain things because their mate is sitting beside them. So what I give them the opportunity to do is to write down any questions or concerns they may have for them to put it into like a bowl of some kind. And I pull out the questions and I read them and I answer them. And for those who it applies to, they seem to like the information that's provided. So in her particular letter that I'm going to talk about, she had something to say, but she also had a question. So let me tell you a little bit about what the information was. She was talking about and asking, because she was concerned, we hear a lot of so-called Christian men say they are Christian men and they know the Bible, but yet and still expect their uh, woman or wife to pay 50% of the bills in the household. Now, to be honest with you, most times I hear this coming from men it is simply a device that they have put in place to not make themselves feel like they're being used in the relationship. And that's why they ask for women to pay half of the bills. But as Christian men, they know, like I know, because it's in the Bible, in Ephesians chapter 5, it says nothing about women paying 50-50 in the household. Now, let me be clear. Yes, God does see men and women as equal partners in the relationship, but at the same time, they have different functions. And one of the functions in the relationship for the man is the provider. Now, I know when I say this sometimes to guys, they look at me like a, a little strange because they've heard the word, but they don't understand the definition of what it means. And for those listening, let me break it down to you this way. A provider is someone who takes care of everything up under their roof, the bills, take care of their family, everything they may possibly need that is their job as the men of the house and the priests to do. Part of their job also as the husband is to love their wives, respect their wives, teach their wives as the priests of the home, and make sure their wife knows they are financially secured they are loved, they are protected, they're respected. Because a lot of times men seem to get kind of misconception about things such as what the woman's role is in the relationship. Now, basically, I heard in the conference a lot of women and a lot of notes talked about this so-called 50-50 thing. So let's be clear on this. Mm -hmm. The Bible doesn't say anything about women splitting bills 50-50. And I know a lot of men get upset about that because they, in their mind, they always say, I want somebody to build with. And that build with basically is saying, translation, 
I want somebody to pay half these bills. Now, they don't understand that Christian women read the Bible as well. And they've read in there many times where their role is not to do so, meaning pay bills and things of that nature. But her question was very simple. She wanted to know how can men want to have that title, want to be addressed as a provider when they are paying half the bills with them? Now, to be honest with you, that's a valid question because, again, they're not providers. The woman is paying half. They're both providers then, which means that their relationship itself is out of alignment, according to the Bible. Because in the Bible, it's the man's job to take care of the woman. Now, I know for most who are dating or in that dating stage, the 50-50 thing seems to apply because, again, you're not married. You're just dating. And the Bible doesn't talk about anything about dating. It talks about marriage. Now, for those who are in a dating situation, again, I'm not going to comment on that and tell you that how you live in your life is right or wrong or what you should do, because that's not for me to do. But I will tell you this concerning her question. For men to understand their role, they must actually read the Bible in both Ephesians to understand Ephesians chapter 5 and tells you all about the marriage rules and instructions for married people. But I want to tell you a little story, probably one that you probably heard a thousand times from the Bible that kind of puts some clarity on why God made man first and why it's important for men to know. Now, in Genesis, in the story of Adam and Eve, which people have heard many times, I'm going to tell you to you a different way, not completely from Scripture. I will kind of... Uh, say my own words a little bit, but it is in scripture. And you can read it more about it because I need men to understand the story and why it was important to, to know these things. Now, in the story in Genesis, in the Adam and Eve story, it shows that God made Adam first. Now, in essence, God made Adam first, put Adam in the Garden of Eden. He didn't have him find it. He put him dead center of it. He gave him a job. And he gave him dominion over everything, but not ownership. Because if he gave him ownership, he wouldn't need God. Now, dominion over everything. And he gave Adam a job. Now, Adam's job was basically, in layman's terms, to manage God's property. And cultivate everything he has. Now, as he put Adam there, he broke down to Adam the rules, regulation, and consequences of not following the orders that he's given him. Now, as you all know, he said that he could eat from every tree in the garden except the tree of knowledge. Now, when God himself, as you read in Genesis, you read that when God felt that Adam had everything down, basically, he had a job, he's taking care of everything else, he presented Eve to Adam. And of course, Adam named her Eve, as it tells you in the Bible. But now, Here's what the part you have to think for a second. In today's society, in correlation to what I'm telling you about, it was Adam's job to teach, inform the woman that he's with of God's rules, regulations, and consequences of the property in which he was managing. Which means basically she's not to eat of the tree of knowledge. Now, 
I feel, my personal feeling is, if Adam would have told Eve about the rules, regulations, and consequences of his actions in the garden, when the serpent came down to talk to Eve and to tell Eve that she could eat of the tree of knowledge, Adam would have no problem worrying about that because Eve would have turned to him and said to him, this person over here is telling me to do something that you told me God didn't want us to do. Now, although she was, eh, if you want to say she knew about it, she didn't really understand it, the instructions that God had given Adam, because Adam did not stress that it was important to know. So, of course, as you know the story, she took a bite of the fruit. Adam came over, he took a bite of the fruit. And when this all went down and the serpent had served his purpose, which was to disrupt what God had created, God came into the garden, and when he came into the garden, he did not call out for Adam and Eve. He called out for Adam. Now, basically, and I'm just speaking loosely here, God came in the garden and asked for Adam to ask him what happened. I gave you the rules, regulations, and consequences, and I simply said to you, you can have everything else except this particular tree here. Why did you allow your wife to eat from this tree and why did you do it? Mm -hmm. Now, being like typical men are today, Adam in the Bible, in scripture, blames Eve for it all happening. How many times have you heard that, women, where a man blames you for his lack of knowledge? In essence, her action, because Adam didn't fully fool her in what was going on, Created problems, got him kicked out of the garden. Now, I know you're asking yourself, how does this relate to today? It relates to today by this. In so many relationships today, God made man first. He was supposed to be the priest of the house, the head of the household, that kind of thing. But in relationships today, so many men calling themselves Christian are so relaxed and comfortable with the role reversal in the family where the woman take care of him or take care of the bills or split the bills with him 50-50 to the point where he doesn't want to reclaim his head of household status. Now, as I said in my book, and you can read more detail about this, in society, they have told women through different programs that they don't really need a man, that they can do everything on their own. Mm -hmm. And that may be true. But here's the deal. In order for the relationship to be in alignment with what God says in the Bible, if you are a Christian person supposedly following the Bible, you should be able to walk into your relationship with the job, understanding that when you say the words, I do, you're telling her that you are responsible for her and everything concerning her. Now, why this is important is very simple. Because a lot of women told me they want to feel financially secured in the relationship. They want to feel protected and they want to feel loved. Now, a lot of men that call themselves Christian will take scripture out of context by saying to Christian women that they're supposed to submit to the men. Now, this statement is true. It's in the Bible. It's in Ephesians chapter five. But if they also read everything, 
concerning this, they understand that before the woman can submit to him, uh, he's supposed to submit to someone else. So if he's not doing his job, why would a woman want to follow him if she has no idea where he's going? Good question, huh? Men, if they read the Bible, they will understand a few things. One, the roles are different for both people. Men believe, and the Bible doesn't say this at all, that women are supposed to love them. The Bible doesn't say anything about a woman loving a man. It says that she's supposed to reverence him, respect him. But it does tell the man in several scriptures that a man is to love his wife like Christ loved the church. If you remember in the same chapter, it tells men to, and men only, to leave their mother and father and cleave to their wives. It never tells the woman to leave her family. It tells the man to leave his family. Now, if you're wondering why, I can give you my opinion from based on what I've read in scripture. Because God made you first, he put you in charge. He wanted you to go set up everything, get everything ready for a relationship, not only with the woman, but with him as well. This means putting your household in alignment. I know a lot of men have asked questions. Why do so many women, you know, argue with them about certain things and not conversate? Because even though we know that communication is key, communicating effectively is really the key to making everything in your household run smooth. Men must understand that during arguments, the woman acts out most times, not always, but most times simply based on how you are. You are nothing more than a mirror to her. So how you come at her, she comes at you. You show her love, she'll show you love tenfold. Because basically what I've heard a lot of women tell me, and I do believe it's true, a lot of women have no problems submitting to their husbands if their husbands have a plan and vision of what's going on in the relationship. I can tell you right now, no woman wants to follow a man that doesn't know where he's going. Now, I know most men say, well, things change. And, you know, uh, I started out one thing, but then we go to another thing. And I get that. Even if your plan and vision changed, it's still part of your responsibility to keep your mate informed of what it is you're trying to do. Because remember, she's a helpmate. And if she comes into the relationship with you and you got things going on, and you got something for her to do, she can help you. I know a lot of people's pride out there right now saying, I don't need any help. I can do a thing by myself. But God felt that you needed a helpmate. He brought her into your life. Let her do her job and you do yours. Now, again, this information may not apply to everyone. And there are some Christian men doing Christian things out there. But there are also a lot of men who simply do not understand their role and have no idea how to perform in this situation. So at this conference, when we were talking to everyone and the theme came up about how men want the title, you got to keep in mind that society has told women over and over again, they can do things for themselves. And this is why so many men get upset with women who have their own because I can tell you right now, there was a time and period where the line 
I'll take care of you. I'll give you this. I'll take you here. I'll buy you that was a selling point in a relationship for men to women. But we're in a new time right now. And I can tell you, although God's word is not going to change or adjust to our lifestyle, we have to change and adjust to what the Bible says. And I can tell you in today's society, uh, that line doesn't work anymore to most women. I can buy you this because they have their own. I can take you here. They can do what they want to. There are a lot of women going and buying things on their own. And men are upset because they feel they have lost their identity in this world. And in the relationships that they're in, sometimes trying to get that title back as head of household and provider is hard because you're allowing them to do your job and give you praise for doing so. What kind of sense does that make? I asked a question, though, at the seminar, and I asked you, and you can answer this question privately if you want to. I asked the men, I said, from what you know about yourself, the lies you told, the lies you tell, things you do to get with a woman, knowing this, would you date yourself? <laughs> now, when I asked this question, a lot of people in the room laugh, but think about it for a second. Knowing how you are and who you are and the way you are, would you date yourself? But anyway, like I said, the question came up about the whole situation, and I wanted to make sure that women understand uh, to this listen today. And I, as I did then at this seminar, I want to understand that it's not their role to take care of a man. Now, this is not to say that a woman cannot contribute financially to the relationship, but that is an option of hers and not a requirement. The man is the provider. It's his job to provide for the woman and everything that she needs up under her roof. Her job is to manage what he brings in. His job is to bring it. Now, I talk about in my book about seasoned and unseasoned women. Now, in this situation here, and I'll keep this kind of short, a seasoned woman in a marriage, and we talk about married people because, again, the Bible doesn't talk about dating or living together. It talks about marriage. And this is for married people. But any seasoned woman would not allow her man to do everything by himself without contributing something to the relationship. Whether it be she pick up groceries or, you know, take the kids to school or something, she's going to contribute because she wants to feel more like an asset in the relationship than a liability. Think about it. Who needs... And this depends on your situation because there are some marriages and there's some relationships where the man will make the deal in the beginning of the relationship and tell the woman that as part of her role, he wants her to stay home, take care of the kids, and he'll take care of everything else. And that's fine if that's your agreement in the beginning. But it does not mean that women are going to work, make money, keep it for themselves, and not share. Seasoned women will often and always contribute, but I don't want them to think, this is just my personal opinion, I don't want my woman to think that she has to pay bills. I want her to let it be something that she wants to do because she may do other things such as save for a vacation that you guys can go on or something of that nature. 
make, uh, make sure she buy you a nice birthday present or something like that. But anyway, I noticed that a lot of men felt that if the woman was able to keep her money, and let me just say this real quick, a provider and as a provider of your household, it is not your job as a man to even be concerned about what she makes or what she does with her money. Let's be clear on that. Because if you got it going on yourself and you're able to take care of you and her, then you wouldn't even concern yourself with what she make or what she does with it. Because you know you have a woman that's on your side watching your back and she would do the right thing in the relationship to make sure everything is smooth as well. With that said, let me say this. I'll be on again to answer any additional emails or questions that you may have. And if you have a few, simply go to my website at whydoesloveheartsogood.net. Go to the contact us page and type in your question and send it to me. And who knows, I could be discussing your concern or question on a video like this as well. In the meantime, you can go to the website at whydoesloveheartsogood.net to not only pick up uh, and stay on top of the latest videos. You can also listen to the updated podcasts that I do. And also, if you want to purchase a book, you can do that there as well. But until next time, this is Andre Pearson. Again, the author of the book and podcast, Why Does Love Hurt So Good? Wishing you all a blessed day. And please remember, if you're talking, I'm listening.